From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yeah. Good morning. Now, secret be told. Yeah, you're not here. Yeah, when this is aired, uh, I won't be here. I'm having a wonderful opportunity. Actually, I'm calling in live. (laughs) Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. If only the phone sounded that good. If only. (laughs) If only. Yeah, no. uh, This is Saturday morning, and... um, there's a big event tonight, and that's a game, Final Four, mm-hmm. in Houston, Texas, and that's where I currently am. Yeah, and this is a, a dream come true for you, right? I mean, it's kind of a bucket list. Yeah, yeah. So it's an opportunity that uh, presented itself, uh, just kind of shown itself, and then was this? Did you bid on this over at the university? I did. Yeah. So Radford, yeah, Radford University was having a fundraiser and uh, bid on this. And uh, one, and so um, it's a trip for four to the final four. And I've got a brother who's going to be meeting me who lives in Dallas. And then uh, my son is going with me and uh, Josh from the office. So now is Patrick, is it? So I appreciate the work that you did yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) It's Patrick, right? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, Because to clarify, you do have another son that. That that could have been correct. Yeah. yeah. Now it's and Patrick's uh, twenty one, and he is a uh, junior at Radford University. And, and is Thomas not as big on basketball no, as Patrick? He doesn't really care about his sports as much. That's not a hundred percent true. Yeah. He does care, but it's not uh, something that uh, you know he takes time out of the day and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's good. He's got other, he's got other things that he's interested in. Talking about other things interested in, uh, we're going to talk about beer here in our first segment, and uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But good morning, everybody. Once again, this is Keith Weltons, and that is Mark Tapp, and you are listening to AM Hodgepodge. This is our first segment. Uh, it's a multiple part show, and in this segment, we do talk about beer and we talk about sports. And so we'll just get this out of the way, ready? So it's the final four. Yeah. And so we said, oh, shoot, don't really have a lot of uh, Final Four stuff ready, but can we do beer over ball real quick since we're already at the Dale? Yeah. Ball over beer. Okay. So we both came in saying we were going to ask, you're like, oh, yeah, I was curious if he knows that number. So what was the question? I didn't want to spoil it because I, I knew you would be working on ball over beer, mm-hmm. right? And, and you kind of told me to stay away from the sports area. Yeah. Uh, so what so was the, we both wanted to know how much beer is going to be consumed at that event. Yeah. Now, this is interesting. This is interesting because um, we both thought about it. Yeah. And clearly, there should be tremendous amount of data on it. You would think so. Yeah. Now, it's played at the stadium of the Houston Texans. Yeah. So when we say stadium, it's literally a football stadium. Yeah. It's going to be massive. All right. We know that. 
alcohol sales are allowed there. And one of the components in sports is that the facility first must have access and allow for that. The second is that the sport and the overriding governing body must allow for the sale of alcohol mm-hmm. at those mm-hmm. events. So uh, uh, in 2016, the college football playoffs started to allow the sale of beer at it. Not until 2016. So we're talking about seven years ago. Um, and they determined that it was okay to sell it at that because it wasn't a sanctioned NCAA event. Right. Okay? So, the question that we want to ask is how much beer will be consumed? And the answer is no one knows. (laughs) So, let me tell you why. So, yeah, and we can speculate. Yeah, so 2018 was the first allowable year for uh, beer to be sold at an NCAA Final Four event. It quickly moved into COVID. Yeah. So the only real data they had was last year. Okay. And the facility last year was significantly smaller than this year's. Yeah. So we can kind of extrapolate. Yeah. Do you know how much was consumed last year? Uh, A lot. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So unfortunately, the articles don't have all of that data yeah. processed yet. And a lot of that has to do with because the beer companies, if they already have a contract with the stadium, and that's an important part here, yeah. they don't have it with the NCAA and they don't have it with a specific team. They have it with the stadium. They don't have to share that information. And they also can only use their distributors. So if you kind of get this, the distributors don't really have a lot of uh, uh, reasons to share that information. Neither does the stadium because they're the ones bidding on the rights. If you get it, yeah. they're the ones bidding for the rights. Yeah. So they, why would they want to throw that number out there? Because they know it'll get used against them. Exactly. Yeah. So 2018 was the first time, but this is going to be huge. So I will be there and I will come back and I will see if I can't infer <laughs> in section 341, approximately per person that was. Uh, see how many. I'm seriously, I'm going to take my phone out. I'm going to start doing the calculation. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's it's seventy plus thousand. Yeah, seats. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. So yeah. So you can see, but back to that, the amount sold because there's two games on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's a lot that can be consumed over a, you know, yeah. when they open at five o'clock. Yeah. And the games don't even start until eight. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If, so if you're following me on all of this, and I think you are, that data is not like widely produced and shared and why would they share it yeah secondarily it may have the optics that mm-hmm. well it's a college sports and here you are once again making money off of yeah it's co- just a college big, sports big drinking fest yeah. yeah yeah okay so you've got actual real real uh, beer news let's go yeah so i was gonna lead with uh something else but but now that we're talking about where you are, and mm. uh, and uh, I, on the way over here to the studio, I asked you, I said, so, you know, what time are the games on Saturday? Yeah, late. They're late. And and you're going to be in Houston. Yeah. And uh, you're going to need something to do during the day. Right. So, uh, now you, 
didn't come from Houston, but you did come from, you spent a good deal of your life in San Antonio. Yes. So you may already know about this. I had never heard of this. So we've talked about the beer run, Mm -hmm. the annual beer run that Mm -hmm. happens uh, in different locations across the the world. Um, It's kind of a novelty kind of thing. But I had never heard of the beer bike. Hmm. Have you heard of the beer bike? No. Okay. This is an event that has been taking place since 1957. The only year they missed was COVID. Okay. Like 2020? Yeah. Okay. Uh, It originally started, so so I'll tell you where it's going to be. It's it's at Rice University, which is in Houston. Mm -hmm. Um, It started, as (laughs) most drinking games start, they have they have uh, several dorms, and each of the dorms would put together a team of of bike riders, mm-hmm. and those bike riders would uh, do a lap, and in the middle of the lap, they would consume a, a certain amount of beer. Sure, changes every year, um, and and they would do about three laps, and and they each team has eleven riders, so. Uh, um, that evolved, as you can imagine, from probably a bunch of guys riding around sure. crashing and getting mm. hammered uh, to something that has a whole lot more rules associated. Yeah, now with. it's a sanctioned event by somebody. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so um, th- now the, there's a rider and a chugger. Okay. So, as you can imagine, the rider is the one that rides the bike. Um, again, there's a team of 11. They do uh, three laps. And then there is a chugger. And the chugger uh, uh, is the one that is supposed to chug the beer. Or And and, and, and beer is optional now. Okay. So, you can chug, chug water if you want. And it's 24 ounces um, in total. So, and by the way, it's a relay. So sure. Uh, if you didn't infer that by the 11 riders. Um, and so n- now you have, uh, I think there's seven um, dormitories mm-hmm. that are associated with it now. And uh, there are men's and women's teams. Um, there is uh, an alumni team that comes in. The place gets pretty crazy. Apparently, this is all part of sort of a weekend fun fest um that they do and uh it, it gets pretty big so i'm going to give you a little bit of a timeline this i thought was hilarious in 1960 uh the women first got their team and instead of doing beer they did tea uh so they it was called instead of the beer bike it was called the tea trike and uh they would stop halfway in the lap and have a chug of Earl Grey. Um, they've obviously, uh, at the time, the original, when they st- sort of started doing this race, there were no helmets. Right. There were no rules. That's right. And now it's gotten a little crazy. That's right. So here's the thing. This school here, what do you think tuition is per year? Oh, at Rice? Oh, uh, yeah. Look, t- t- total tuition. So, tuition, Room dorm living expenses. Yeah. yeah. What do you think that is? Oh, I'm going to say $55,000. $75,000. Now, just as, just, just as I put it in perspective, Virginia Tech's about 34000 Yeah. Okay. So, it's $75,000 a year. Yeah. And this is 
this is what they're doing with the other forty thousand dollars. That's a good. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you get for the other forty. That yeah. So so it's funny because over the years this event has has gotten a lot of. Sure. Flag. I'm sure. For that, what you just I'm said. I'm told 100 yeah. percent sure that the the the, the number of doctors that come out of there and everything else, they're like, "Are you sure this is what we're supposed to be <laughs> yeah. doing?" Yeah, yeah. The image that it portrays, yeah, is, is not exactly what they want. But um, they do, they do all kinds of yeah. Water now I'm sure there's fights. Yeah, and, and there's I'm, at some point, you, steam yeah, off. and you start to uh, also be able to to raise funds for charities and stuff. I know that all that is part of it too. So I'm I'm teasing with you a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, they are having a 5K run on on Saturday morning, which I am. I showed that to Josh. He's like, "I'm totally not doing that. <laughs> and I'm not either. I'm not going there to run a 5K in the morning." Oh uh, well, maybe you can be a spectator at the beer bike. I, right. I think that would I would do that yeah, if that's I was not in a bad Houston idea. and I had a couple hours to kill. Yeah, what time does it start? That. I don't know. Yeah, I right. have to look that up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got a couple other things I wanted to talk about. So, okay. um, do we want to take a break and then come back and bring those up? We've got yeah, a guest we've too. Got a guest, and maybe we'll hit the beer stuff in the third or fourth yeah, segment. That sounds good. All right, everybody, stick with us. I promise you, we have an awesome guest, and you're really, really gonna want to hear from her. I do all the time. Everybody, stick with us. You're listening to Hey, I'm Hoshpodge. Friends were the night that we first met Went home and tried to stalk you on the internet Now I've read all of the books beside your bed The wine is cold like the shoulder that I gave you in the street Cat and mouse for a month or two or three Now I wake up in the night and watch you breathe 